Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You know it should be morning when you're listening, but I'll let God handle it. (laughs) This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and Dolly Mama and Paula made it back safely. So I thank you, Lord, for covering them on their short trip and that they are back safe. And Paul is another year older. (laughs) Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday. And let us try again, dear God to walk closer in thy way. But Father, we are well aware we can't make it on our own. So take our hands and hold them tight for we can't walk alone. Amen. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. He maketh us lie down in green pastures. He leadeth us beside the still waters. He restoreth our soul. He leadeth us in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. For thou art with us, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort us. Thou preparest a table before us in the presence of our enemies, listeners. Thou anointest our head with oil and our cups runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Now, we haven't done our Proverbs in a while, and Proverbs remind me of vegetables. We know we need them. We know they're good for us, and they sure do taste good going down. Proverbs 11. The Lord detests the use of dishonest scales, but he delights in accurate weights. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Honesty guides good people, and dishonesty destroys treacherous people. Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. The godly are directed by honesty, and the wicked fall beneath their load of sin. The godliness of good people rescues them. The ambition of treacherous people traps them. When the wicked die, their hopes die with them, for they rely on their own feeble strength. The godly are rescued by trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. With their words, 
the godless destroy their friends, but knowledge will rescue the righteous. The whole city celebrates when the godly succeed. They shout for joy when the wicked die. Upright citizens are good for a city and make it prosper. But the talk of the wicked tears it apart. It is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensible person keeps quiet. A gossip goes around telling secrets. But those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. Working on it. Working on it. Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There's safety in having many advisors. There's danger in putting up security for a stranger's debt. It's safer not to guarantee another person's debt. A gracious woman gains respect, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Your kindness will reward you, but your cruelty will destroy you. Evil people get rich for the moment, but the reward of the godly will last. Godly people find life. Evil people find death. And there's more. The Lord detests people with crooked hearts, but he delights in those with integrity. Evil people will surely be punished, but the children of the godly will go free. A beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. The godly can look forward to a reward, while the wicked can expect only judgment. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper, and those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. People curse those who hoard their grain, but they bless the one who sells in time of need. If you search for good, you will find favor, but if you search for evil, it will find you. Trust in your money and down you go, but the godly flourish like leaves in spring. Those who bring trouble on their families Inherit the wind. The fool will be a wise servant. The fool will be a servant to the wise. The seeds of good deeds become a tree of life. A wise person wins friends. If the righteous are rewarded here on earth, what will happen to wicked sinners? Amen. Love it. Proverbs. Instructions from our Lord. Directions from Him directly. Stay right there. We'll be right back. And that's a direction. And here's In Touch Magazine with their vast knowledge. 
Have you ever fallen asleep on a long trip? Well, Jesus did. Luke tells us that at one time, Jesus and the disciples got on a boat to reach the other side of a lake and Jesus fell asleep. This is Luke chapter 8. The next thing the disciples knew, they were engulfed in a storm and the one person powerful enough to protect them was blissfully unaware. The disciples panicked and woke him. Jesus has promised to give us his peace, listeners, and this is the very same peace that enabled him to sleep through a storm. Without his tranquility, We feel helpless and afraid, just like the disciples. But with it, we can experience inner calm in the midst of hardship. Believing in God's sovereignty is the key to a peaceful heart. Let me repeat, believing in God's sovereignty is the key to a peaceful heart. In their panic, The disciples believed that a sleeping Jesus wasn't in control of their circumstances, even in times, oops, but we must remember that he is always in control, even in times of difficulty. When we rest in the knowledge that God is in charge, we can exchange anxiety for peace. When we rest in the knowledge that God is in charge, we can exchange anxiety for peace. It's very important to know. Listeners, Jesus doesn't want us to be weighed down by fear. He wants to share his peace with us. You just have to trust in his control. Amen. And everyone strives for a peaceful heart. In Philippians chapter 4, it tells us that sometimes circumstances will trigger our anxiety, but other times it's an inner turmoil that we wrestle. So regardless of the source, Our angst is no match for God's peace, which surpasses all comprehension. Again, Philippians 4. And listeners, when you're feeling anxious, please remember that God made you on purpose. God has a plan for your life. God adopts believers into his family and God forgives when you confess. Our Father chose the time and place that we each would be born and he gave us our personality, our talents, and spiritual gifts. So consider what God has chosen specifically for you and give thanks. Scripture promises that embracing the Father's specific path for your life will bring satisfaction and peace. So once you belong to him, 
Nothing can change the fact that you are his. Some feelings of inner turmoil come from guilt or shame over wrongdoing. But when you confess your sin and change direction, God forgives you. Let me repeat. It's good to know. Got to know this. When you confess your sin and change direction, God forgives you. Then your conscience can become clear again. Peace is within reach, listeners. When you remember your identity in Christ, next time you're feeling anxious, pause for a moment to pray and meditate over the four truths God made you on purpose. God has a plan for your life. God adopts believers into his family. God forgives when you confess. Taking your eyes off yourself and fixing them on Jesus should help, even if it's necessary to repeat the process over. Nothing, nothing, nothing tops, in my opinion, the word of God. Nothing. Not a book we can buy. Not a movie we can see. Nothing tops the word of God. Hallelujah. And now from Pray More. Remember, these are daily devotions. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. When you received the message of God, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it truly is, the word of God, which is effectively at work in you who believe and rely on it. Imagine. God is working in you, exercising his superhuman power within you as you live out trusting in and relying on him. Told you God's word is everything you need. It saves, it guides, it warns, it rewards and it counsels you. It trains you up into the person that God has created you to be. It revives your spirit, restores your strength, comforts your heart, nourishes your soul, and renews your mind. God's word strengthens you. It gives you joy and it prospers you. Forget about the worries. Focus on the word and God will change you from the inside out. I'm raising my hand as a work in progress. Raising my hand. 
God will change you from the inside out. Pray with me. I want to tap into your superhuman power, Lord. Take my worries into your hands and pour out your word upon me. Amen. Back in a moment. Here's a word from our Lord. Listen closely because he's whispering in your ear. Your worry comes from your lack of trust in my timing for the blessings I have in store for you. Each one is precisely orchestrated and it's necessary at times for you to wait quietly and assured that my answers to your problems will happen at the precise moment I see best. While you wait, I want you to embrace the blessing of my presence. Just be with me. Don't give in to the temptation to move ahead without me. Rest in your faith and trust that I will show you the next step whenever the timing is right. I will provide guidance for you just as I do your daily bread. I will always give you just enough grace for the moment and you will need to depend upon me for the next moment's grace. This is by design. I want you to learn to rest in me, trusting me for your every need. I don't want you to be anxious or concerned about the past, present, or future. I just want you to be content in the moment you're in, knowing that I have everything under control and that I am always sovereign. There's never a moment when I have to let you go, and I never will. Just stop, look, and listen for my guidance as I lead you into my very best life for you. Amen. Psalm 62 verse 1. I wait quietly before God for my victory comes from him. Amen again. Oh, wow. I feel a Dolores. Oops. And Oloris. Oops. No, I'm teasing. I feel a prayer to love coming on. Pray with me. Clasp your hands together. Gaze upward towards the heavens. And pray with me. Dear God, thank you. That you are a loving, gracious God. Thank you. That you have offered us forgiveness and the gift of a new life with you. Thank you that your love is perfect 
It never fails and nothing can separate us from your love. We pray that our lives will be filled with the overflowing power of your love so that we can make a difference in this world and bring honor to you. We ask for your help in reminding us that the most important things are not what we do outwardly. It's not based on any talent or gift, but the most significant thing that we can do in this life is simply to love you and choose to love others. I never get tired of this prayer, never. Lord, thank you that your love is patient. Help us show patience with those around us. Lord, we thank you that your love is kind. Help us to extend kindness to others. Lord, Thank you that your love does not take into account a wrong suffered. And Lord, help us not to hold grudges, but choose to forgive even when it is difficult. Lord, help us to love as you love. Fill us with your spirit so that we can choose what is best. We are weak, Lord. But we know that even as we are weak, you are strong within us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That it is not all up to us. Thank you. That you equip us to face each day with the power of your love your forgiveness, and your grace. Thank you for everything, Lord. Thank you every day. Thank you in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. We'll be back in a moment. And just two quick passages from Strength for Each Day. Psalm 56, verse 3. When I am afraid, I will put my trust and faith in you. Talking about trusting God. It's easy when you're not the one who needs to do it. We all face some times when trusting God is more difficult than at other times. If you've been waiting for God to do what needs to be done for a long, long time, you may be tempted to doubt or be afraid that it will not happen. God understands those feelings, listeners and you don't need to be condemned by them. The psalmist David admitted in the scriptures and in today's Psalm 56 that he felt afraid, but even then he put his trust in God. We cannot always control how we feel, but at the same time, we do have to live according to our feelings. 
And when you are waiting for an answer from God and you feel fear or doubt, counter that feeling by thinking and saying, I believe that God is working and I will have my answer soon. I believe that God is working and I will have my answer soon. I believe that God is working and I will have my answer soon. Listeners, always remember that trusting God is not an obligation. It is a privilege. And anytime we do trust him, we are honoring him. And we can enter into his rest while he is doing only what he can do. Pray with me. Father, I want to trust you at all times in all things. But there are times when I feel afraid or begin to doubt. Help me trust you even in those times because I know that you are faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. Second Corinthians 5, verse 15. And he died for all, so that all those who live might live no longer to and for themselves, but to and for him who died and was raised again for their sake. To be free from yourself is the greatest freedom of all. Jesus died so that we could no longer have to live selfish, self-centered lives. So let me encourage you not to think about yourself excessively. Don't dwell too much on what is wrong with you or even what is right about you. People who are of the flesh, and that means human nature without God, well, they set their minds on the things of the flesh, which includes themselves. But those who live according to the Spirit, they set their minds on the things of the Spirit. Romans 8. God wants to work through us to help and bless others, but if we're focused on ourselves, we hinder his work. Say goodbye to self and live for God's purposes. Don't be concerned about what others think of you or what will happen to you in the future. Let me repeat that. Don't be concerned about what others think of you or what will happen to you in the future, but trust God to take care of you and all that concerns you. And this sets you free, free to give yourself to God completely. Pray with me. Dear Father, I don't want to be selfish and focused on myself. I ask for your help to keep my mind on the things that please you and for the grace to no longer live for myself. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there you have it, listeners. In black and white, the greatest 
freedom of all is to be free from yourself and to no longer have to live a selfish, self-centered life. Now those are words to think about today. Have a blessed day, listeners. Come back and pray tomorrow. Pray with me so that we can get the blessing started. Bye for now. Thank you.